0: Because it's now mathematically impossible to pay back our federal debt. So they have two potential outcomes. Either you file for bankruptcy or you inflate or die.
1: Flyover family, you know what the day is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! I'm so glad to be
0: here. And we're flying solo, Stacy. So yes. I don't know what's up on your end, but I'm glad to be with
1: you. Oh, uh, We are so glad that you're with us today. You sent me a graph and I was trying to understand it. I have no idea what it's saying, but it was definitely alarming. So can you share that with our family? Because I think it's really important for what we're experiencing right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, this thing, this thing is one of the creepiest things ever. So I'm, those of you who've been watching me on with you and David for, for, you know, months here know Mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of a guy, right? It's like, never glass half empty, never an empty glass ever, right? It's like, if there's a hurdle, we either jump over it or we go around the side and we, we get through to the other end um, with a mindset of we're going to thrive, regardless of the situation that we're in, we will find a way, right? We're going to find a way to th- not just survive, but thrive. Well, this is the first time really ever that um, I, I don't have that that mindset. Mm-hmm. So this this chart is, is from the St. Louis Federal Reserve, and it shows the, the money supply. You know, we've been talking a lot over the over the months about inflationary pressures, how they're just printing money like there's no tomorrow. Yep. That causes inflation, and everything that we're seeing is, is not good, right? So, so this chart actually shows exactly that. So it goes back, it starts in 1959. Even though the chart itself goes back to the beginning of time, um you know since america was was born right but but the actual chart just starts in 1959 so so you go through the years 60s 70s 80s 90s whatever and the the money supply is pretty much flatlined right it's just kind of there it's growing obviously but it's nothing extreme well then you hit march of 2020 and it's like poof, it just goes through the roof
1: that does not look good
0: no, it really doesn't. And even even the like bent hockey stick piece at the end of it, right? Where it's mm-hmm. not going straight up, that's still a massively accelerating growth curve, right? So, right? so the Fed came up with some kind of a lame lame analysis saying, well, we decided to add savings accounts to the mix. And so that's why you have the big jump. It's like, I don't care what they add to the mix. You still add it and it's all money that's been created, right? So, So you have from zero... Now we've got over twenty and a half trillion dollars of money in circulation, which would be cash in your wallet, checking accounts, now savings accounts, which they said they added, CDs, you know, other kind of demand deposit kind of accounts, just all money in circulation. Mm -hmm. So here's why I'm not just a glass half empty on this; I'm a glass like completely empty um, because it's now mathematically impossible to pay back our federal debt. So. You add all the money that's been created in America since the beginning of time, and it's twenty point five trillion dollars. What's our national debt right now? About twenty nine point five trillion. Uh-oh. So, if you were to take all the money, subtract it out of all of our debt, we still have ten trillion dollars left. That that's not good. The money that's ever been created? So you still have ten trillion dollars left. Really, it it's it's a no-win situation, mm-hmm. it's mathematically impossible to pay off the debt. So what are the two outcomes, right? There's, there's going to be two outcomes here because policymakers see this chart. I mean, they they created the chart. The, the people at the Fed know what's there. They created that chart. I didn't. <laughs> I just pulled it off the, the Federal Reserve website. So, so they have two potential outcomes. Either you file for bankruptcy and you wipe it all away, or you inflate or die, right? So so I'm going with, they don't, nobody, no policymaker, no politician's going to want to have the economy go belly up on their watch. They mm-hmm. just don't. So they're going to kick the can down the road and they're going to go do into an inflate or die mindset, which means they already know that it's mathematically impossible to pay off the debt. So therefore, why not just keep printing like there's no tomorrow right to fund stimulus plans and and increase the debt ceiling and Make sure that this thing doesn't actually just do a belly flop on our watch. Right. So so we've officially entered inflate or die scenario because that chart shows us that it's mathematically impossible to pay back when all the money that's ever been printed since the beginning of time doesn't even pay off our debt anymore. Um,
1: what What does that mean for the American people? What does that mean for us?
0: So. I mean, you can take an extreme route and say, look at look at uh, Venezuela right now, a million percent inflation a year. Mm-hmm. Look at Weimar Republic Germany after World War One. When when the Treaty of Versailles came in after World War One, the Germany, you know, bombed the living daylights out of the rest of the world, right? And so mm-hmm. so the Treaty of Versailles said, Hey, Germany. You got to repay all your war debts. And they said, What? We thought we won this dumb thing. It's like, what now now we have to go pay it back? Yeah. International treaty said they have to go pay it back. So they abandoned the gold standard on what was the Renton mark at the time, and then they turned it into the German mark. But but they had to abandon all discretion. They started printing money like there was no tomorrow. Literally, trillions of percent of inflation. You had money, you had money creation that was so extreme that a loaf of bread would double like twice a day, right? It's like if you didn't get paid in a wheelbarrow full of cash at lunch, the price of that loaf of bread would have doubled by dinnertime, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, and burglars would, would like mug people on the streets and just leave the cash on the ground because it was so worthless and they would just take the wheelbarrow or whatever else, right? Right. So, so that's an extreme scenario, right now come, come back. I, I remember her.
1: we did an interview uh, with a lady by the name of Melissa that was that grew up in Zimbabwe, and her mom, her um, like her retirement, everything that she had set to the side, it would only buy a bag of groceries for her. They would stand in line and that was all that she'd get was a bag of groceries with all of her retirement I mean, it was crazy. They became-
0: penniless millionaires, penniless billionaires, right? I mean, it's it's insane what happens when you start to have zero discretion on your printing of money. This is where we're headed. Now, I'm not saying that we are going to go Zimbabwe-style inflation or Venezuela, mm-hmm. but we're certainly in an accelerated clip. I mean, we're we're unofficially at 27% rate of inflation right now. It doesn't take too much for that to go up to 50 or to 75 or hundred, right? I mean, we're still not talking about millions of percent a year, but but imagine if the price of a car just doubled mm-hmm. and we're not talking millions of percent, we're talking about a hundred percent. What if that car that you really wanted that was 50,000 today is now 100,000 12 months from now? I mean, that's extreme, right? It is extreme, um, yes. Yeah, it's extreme. And so, so this is, when you see that chart that we looked at, Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, because they made the chart, that the policymakers know exactly what that means, just like I'm telling everybody exactly what that means. And they know it's mathematically impossible to pay back this debt. So therefore, let's just keep printing. If it's mathematically impossible, then let's just make it as bad as we can get it to, so the economy doesn't die on our watch. This is where I think that we are. And so how so long,
1: long can how they do- kick the can, Dr. Kirk? I mean, how long can they keep kicking it down there and it, you know? And not and avoid kind of what's the inevitable.
0: Well, until (laughs) it's not an it's not an easy, hard, fast answer. It's until people realize we can't actually feed our family anymore, right? And you start to have revolution, right? Mm -hmm. And you basically, when moms and dads can't feed their babies anymore, they're going to do whatever it takes to feed their babies, right? And Mm -hmm. and what that's going to be different for every family, but but. Let's try to put it into some numbers. Uh, what if the cost of heating your home in New England, you know, what, let's say you live in the cold New England states, right? Um, it already doubled from last year. Well, what if, what if your heating bill was like 400 bucks in December last year? Now it's 800. Ooh. Well, what if that doubles again and goes to 1600 next year? What are you going to do, right? right. Um, at what point does the cost of groceries become the point we, we can't afford to buy food? Is it now? Is it when the cost of cereal goes up 50 percent, 100 percent? Every family is going to be different, right? We're not talking about the thousands of percent or millions of percent. We're just talking about what if that box of Cheerios goes from four and a half bucks to nine bucks? Are you still Mm -hmm. going to buy it? What are you going to do, right? Right. This is where every family is different, but this is where we're headed, we don't have to talk about the extreme, Stacy, to really have it impact people at the margin right now. And so, how do you protect yourself from that? Because these are these are kind of dark things. It is. It's.
1: At. I mean, if you're listening, I'm sure Flyover Family they're listening, thinking this this is scary. What do we do? What are our options?
0: Well, to go, I mean, to, to sound like the one trick pony, right? It's silver, mm-hmm. silver and gold. They they respond very very well to inflationary pressures, which is what we've got. Everything that we just talked about on that chart. Is inflation and it's it's going parabolic but granted they they added savings accounts to that right which is why it looks like it doubled so quick but but i don't care what it is that they added it talks about the total money in circulation which is 20.5 trillion you can't pay off your debt Mm -hmm. even with all the money ever created so what do you do gobble up silver gobble up gold it goes up with inflation and obviously, that chart. This is what we're seeing. Don't take my word for it. Look at the chart. Look at what the Federal Reserve created, and we just shared it with you, right? So, so the so, chart
1: that you just sent us. Where can people find that, Doctor Kirk?
0: If you just if you just Google, um, St. Louis Federal Reserve, and and then when you get there, just look for the M one money supply. Okay. You know, or, or you can do it and, all in one. Just and
1: then we'll M1 also put supply, it in our notes St. too. Okay, so we can also put it in the notes below as well. But if they, what would you would you say also, Doctor Kirk?
0: Just M one money supply, St. Louis Federal Reserve. I mean, it'll okay. pull up that exact chart, right? So, okay. so and this is coming from the Fed, who creates the money that that we use, right? So, so this isn't a chart I put together. This is a chart that the Federal Reserve put together. We just happen to be able to look for it, right? Yes. So, it's and and it's, you explaining uh, it's it to us. Sight. You can't hide it. You can't hide that.
1: No, for sure. All right. So tell us about what do you do, Dr. Kirk? What are options? If somebody gets a hold of you, they go to flyovergold.com. There's some videos there. They fill out their information or they call your office. What can you do to help us?
0: So A, we do a free consultation with them. We do it's not a cookie-cutter approach. Not everybody's the same. Everyone has different income needs, debt issues, you know, dreams passions, vision, what they want to do. So you call or you fill out that form and my, my amazing team will ask you some questions like, what was it that Stacy and Kirk talked about that caused you to want to reach out, right? Oh, I've got this IRA. I've got this 401k. I've got these things that I need to protect. Great. Answer those questions because then when you get to me or my, any one of my amazing advisors, right, well, we'll be able to answer your questions directly and to your satisfaction, because it's it's your question, right? We want to answer your question. Mm-hmm. And, and um, these are free consultations. And I don't care if you have $300 or $300 million. We don't have a minimum. We want to help everybody be wise stewards with what they've been given. So that's how the processes work. Call or fill out the form. You'll get to one of my scheduling team. They'll ask you some questions and set up mm-hmm. an appointment with us where we can actually talk about your needs directly and specifically.
1: That's important. And okay, let's say that somebody gets into silver, and then you can help them get into gold if they need to get to gold. But let's say that they that everything works out, everything's back to normal. Then what can you do?
0: Well, when, when silver is done, the nature of silver, it's kind of more fast and furious. It's kind of squeezed in time duration of how it grows, right? But it grows more. So we'll lock in profits in silver, roll them into gold. We will advise you on that. Then we'll mm-hmm. ride out gold for a while. Then what? Well, there's probably a couple potential outcomes. We don't know until it's right in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. But here's here's what what one of these two things. Either we lock in our profits in gold and go back into the stock market after the markets have bottomed out, mm-hmm. or if we have a currency system that's completely changed, and we now have a currency that's backed by gold, you never want to get out of gold because it's going to be perpetual growth moving forward. Either way, you're in the right place at mm-hmm. the right time. The 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 exit is, are we going to sell it? Or are we going to keep it? Because it just depends on where we are at the time. We're at a point in the history of our country, Stacy, where going back to a tangible backed currency is what everybody's talking about. Policymakers all over mm-hmm. the globe, I don't care if it's in Europe I don't care if it's in Asia. I don't care if it's in America. They're talking about a gold backed currency to go back to accountability, sustainability, transparency, because the the fiat based system that we know, the central Mm -hmm. banking system that we know, it's the end of an era and they've squandered their time in the sun.
1: Man. Okay. I think it's really important that people understand that you don't just get them into silver and don't get them into gold. You're walking through the process with them as well as advising them as they go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a transactional broker like like most real estate mm-hmm. agents, like any other broker, stockbroker. You don't make a commission when you buy, a commission when you sell. You forget about you the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. That's not us. To me, it's almost as if the, the transactions are just the necessary evil to be in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You have to buy to get into a trend. You have to sell to get out of one. But life happens in between those bookends of those transactions, Stacey. And that's where my team thrives yeah. um, to, to walk you through, to hold your hand through this economy. And what does that do? It, it, the end result is it melts away the financial anxiety that grips people into fear and inaction right now because you have somebody mm-hmm. who understands you, shares your same faith, shares your same worldview, Right working with you mm-hmm. to protect and preserve everything you worked your whole life to accumulate.
1: That is huge. You know, David and I have known you for over 25 years. Your dad was a mentor of ours, your dad and your mom. You have two PhDs. So we knew you before you had even one PhD, but tell, our, tell the Flyover family, what are your two PhDs in?
0: First one's in monetar- public policy administration, monetary policy. I I developed a new methodology for central banks to measure inflation. So this is my.
1: I know, like <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was born for such a time as this. Um, the second one is in theology, and and when you blend economics and theology, what do you get? The philosophy of our firm, which is people over profit, mm. right? And so, so that's my second one is theology.
1: I love it. So you can go to fly over gold. Dot com. There's videos there, there's information, and at the bottom, you can fill out your information so that you can hear from Dr. Kirk's team, or you can call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Dr. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always, obviously the information coming at you, it sounds scary, but we know that we're in the right hands. And when we partner with you, truly, we know that you have our best interests at heart and that we can lay our head down at night knowing that our money situation is taken care of. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Wyden. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.